Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy game day! The Seattle Kraken take on the St. Louis Blues tonight. We're going to get you ready for that game. Some of the analytics you need to know, some of the storylines you need to know, and what we learned from Morning Skate today. Also, reverse retros, a DEI report, and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans. It is a Wednesday. Day. Happy hump day, midday, turn up here on Locked on Kraken. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host of the daily podcast covering your favorite NHL team, the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken did not hit the ice for practice yesterday. We are expecting Martin Jones to start. Not only was he the first player off the ice, but people out in Seattle like Allison Lucan. Sound of Hockey, Emerald City Hockey are reporting that Martin Jones was the first off the ice. Now, we're seeing, again, the St. Louis Blues skate into town. This is going to be our first national te nationally televised broadcast with TNT. So it will be Martin Jones. He's got a 1-1-0 one, one, record, goals against average of 3.60, save percentage 88% save percentage. Of course, Martin Jones definitely had his bell rung the other night. That was a tough loss for the Seattle Kraken. Um, but, you know, it's been just a, an unin some uninspired, really, performances, if we're being honest. Not by the goaltending, by the Seattle Kraken just overall. Uh, Bennington, we might see in net for the St. Louis Blues. He's coming off of an off-season surgery. We talked about that kind of last season during the playoffs because, well, what we really talked about was the ordeal with Nazem Kadri and all of that. Either way, uh, we'll see. We'll see who starts in net. Some stats and facts to know this will only be the second game St. Louis Blues. So they have a perfect record. They have a win streak of exactly one. So um, power play, we're about even 33% uh, each on the power play. Now looking at the notes from the Seattle Kraken, I found this interesting. That puts the Seattle Kraken you know, in tops in the league for their power play. Um, so here we have the Seattle Kraken. Make it a little bigger for you. Here are some gifts that the Seattle Kraken sent over. You see at the bottom, the Seattle Kraken are tied for fifth best power play in the league, converting on six of 18 opportunities, as I mentioned, at that 33.3%. One of the teams we're tied with, the St. Louis Blues, we get to see tonight. Seattle also tied for league lead with Colorado and Minnesota with six power play goals this year. So that's the good news. So those are some things that we like to see, that you absolutely like to see. Um, let's go back over to, or I didn't show this to you before if you're watching on YouTube, but again, I mentioned it's going to be Martin Jones from what we're hearing um, 
penalty kill is really good for the St. Louis Blues. We are at about 58% or 59, almost 59%. So that's an area for improvement. We'll talk about that in a little bit. The face-offs. I've been talking a lot more about face-offs here. You see that we're right in the same category with St. Louis there. Goals for and goals against is definitely where you see the shift. Now, small sample size for St. Louis for this year because they've only played the one game. So that's why when we're talking about tonight's game day versus the St. Louis Blues, I want us to take a look at some of the things that Allison Lucan has for us over at the Seattle Kraken, NHL.com backslash Kraken website. Here is the match preview. So um, these are some things that Allison Lucan thinks that we should watch out for. The high-end top six uh, blues can attack in a variety of ways. So offense is something that St. Louis is really getting accustomed to. They're getting their offense going. Uh, the refocus, though, on the forecheck for Seattle is something that Allison Lucan is going to be watching for. And as a matter of fact, you may remember as we were talking through the preseason, which quite honestly is the last time I thought we had a good forecheck, this was something that made the Seattle Kraken team exciting to watch, exciting how they were just energized during every play. We've kind of seen that dissipate for a little bit is it i mean who knows right we can sit here and that's what we do on a podcast for you those of you who are listening on your favorite audio platform or tuning in on youtube that's what we do on a podcast when we are five days a week and we get to talk about all of the news and hey i'm i'm giving you my opinion here now you don't have to agree with me i kind of hope you don't but if you're not going to agree with me let me know what you don't like about what I'm saying, you know, offer up some questions that I can answer and, and Hey, let's all learn together. That's, that's how I like to do it. So the power play, the Seattle Kraken power play is another thing that Allison is uh, confident. That can be something that works in the Seattle Kraken's favor. That being said, the St. Louis blues are not taking a lot of penalties. So this is going to be an interesting one, I think, because in the win over the LA Kings, uh, I don't remember if we explicitly talked about it, but the physicality from one game to the next, I probably talked about it after the Vegas game, but being able to be a little bit more physical um, to kind of create contact went in favor of the Seattle Kraken against the LA Kings, but I believe it was Carson Soucy who was talking, he was talking about defensemen getting into the offense and knowing when you can pinch and when you have to kind of stay back. But generally speaking, I think also we heard from the Seattle Kraken camp, whether it was Dave Haxtell or some of the other players say that the way we played against LA that didn't work against Vegas. And Vegas was a team where, you know, if we hit them, they're going to hit right back. And, you know, so these are some of the things where you're not necessarily trying to change your game, but you have to be aware of what the other team is bringing. And that might amplify certain parts of your game while maybe just other things won't always be there. So what are the other options? Anyway, just wanted to point that out. Spent a lot of time on yesterday's show talking about Shane Wright. So I want to go to, this is some Kraken analysis coming from Davy Jones' locker room 
Um, that's part of SB Nation. You know, I always try to give you some good reads. So the Kraken need to figure out their plan for Shane Wright and commit to it. I love that last part. And commit to it. I talked yesterday on the show. I don't know what the plan is. I'm not sure if the Seattle Kraken right now know what the plan is. This breaks out a lot of the points that I made yesterday or a lot of the things that I was kind of ranting about. This article does a great job, I think, summarizing them, including um, in the comments. I do read the comments section, people. I, I think there's a lot to be to be learned there. Anyway, um, I... I love this, right? Does it need to be NHL ready right away? I agree. Talked about that yesterday. But if you go through the article, and I highly recommend you read it over on Davy Jones Locker again, for those listening on your podcast, read it when you have a chance. If you're listening when you're in the car or something, you know, be safe. But uh, I'll have the link in the show notes for you. Another thing, though, that this article says, which was one of my... I think most strongly held opinions is, you know, is there even a, a opportunity for Shane Wright to develop in a system that might be at best half baked for the rest of the squad? So I really enjoyed this article. I hope you give it um, a little look see because, you know, I think there's something that's got to give with Shane Wright's development. I don't necessarily know what the right answer is right now. I give you my rant and what drives me crazy about it and the way the way I see it, how I would do things. But everyone has their opinion. So I want to give you that article. And good news is next week on Locked on Kraken, we are going to introduce you to someone who's new to the Locked on NHL network and might have a very good background and expertise to offer to this conversation about what the Seattle Kraken should do with Shane Wright and his development. So I'm really excited. A little tease for you for next week. We'll glean that out on Friday's show in particular. I'll let you know a little bit more about that. But for now... I, I gave you a little bit of Allison Lucan's points. We talked about this article about Shane Wright and what we should do with him. Later on the show, we'll talk about the reverse retro, what we're hearing, what we're thinking will happen and what won't. And then what we got in a teaser video from the Seattle Kraken themselves. That's coming up on this episode, Wednesday edition of Locked on Kraken. Right now, let me tell you about Bet Online. You already know. Bet Online is your number one source for everything that you need when it comes to sports betting. Of course, it's football season, but it's also NHL season, baby. But if you take a look on Bet Online under all of the categories, you can you can see matchups for tonight, uh, but you can also see some of the future bets. Who's got Vesna down on lock? All of these things. Take a look. It's on Bet Online. Remember. BetOnline has you covered for whatever you need, and you can find BetOnline.ag on your tablet, your mobile device. You can get it wherever. And make sure that you check out your favorite teams, your favorite sports leagues, MMA, boxing, golf, all the good stuff on BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is where 
the game starts. And Bet Online is our preferred place to find information. And remember, this is your only daily podcast covering the Seattle Kraken. Locked on Kraken, I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. We are part of, of course, the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On NHL Network within the Locked On Podcast Network. I've told you about game to game. This is your opportunity to find everything that you need as a re- as a recap for what has happened the night before across the league, across the NHL. But did you know? We also have our Locked On Sports today. Uh, It's a great show, Locked On Today. Everything that you need to know in the sports world happening that very moment. We get you in 20 minutes. Everything that you need to know. Top stories. So if you're watching on YouTube, there's a curated playlist. I'll make sure to have that hovering for you over here. A playlist with our Locked On Today show. You can find that. You can find all of the Locked On NHL shows, including the Locked On NHL show, which is where you can find game to game. So no way we at Locked On are going to make you miss any of the action, any of the big stories. We've got you covered. Game to game. Locked On Today. It's all good in the hood. But let's talk about these Seattle Kraken. So... A few things we have going on here. You know, it's we're playing St. Louis, so that, of course, we don't go hard into the revenge game of it all. But Vince Dunn, Jaden Schwartz obviously played for this franchise, so they will be returning. Still going to have a keen eye on Andre Burakovsky. He was extremely humble, dare I say downtrodden, when asked about his 300 career points. Of course, that's an, am- an amazing feat. He has been... Um, Scoring for us five consecutive points in our starting in in, five consecutive points in the first time in his career, which we'll take. We we need those points. It hasn't yielded wins, which again was the the disappointment that you saw and heard in Burakovsky from yesterday's episode. But we still need individuals to contribute in order to, to get things going. So Burakovsky overall has seven goals and seven assists in his last 13 games against St. Louis. So we'll take that as well. Oliver Bjorkstrand, eight points. That's two goals, six to six in his eight career game against the Blues. Would love to see Bjorkstrand get going. He recorded his 100th point against the St. Louis Blues back in 2019, November 1st, 2019. And according to Natural Statric, which I've been using a lot more here on the show, Bjorkstrand, when Bjorkstrand, according to Natural Statric, which I've been using a lot more here on Locked on Kraken, according to Natural Statric, when Bjorkstrand is on the ice during 5-on-5 play, the Kraken are out shooting their opponents 34-20. to Now, this is an interesting stat. This year for Seattle, although Eddie Olchek might disagree, I don't think that we're having difficulty shooting the puck. We are um, having difficulty converting five on five. So this is an interesting stat. It's regarding shots. But now I want to see us keep that. Keep Well, it seems like you just got to keep Bjorkstrand on the ice. But jokes aside, I'd like to see us continue to maintain the amount of shots that we're taking. Because I think there is something to, if you can make those difficult shots, to 
wearing down the defense, wearing down the goalie, letting fatigue set in for the opponent, but they have to be good quality shots. I think the Seattle Kraken really can open up defenses. Most teams open up defenses by having clinical passing. And I talked about that yesterday. Bjork, or excuse me, Borkovsky's goal from Monday was really the Seattle Kraken being able to move the puck effectively. So I want to see what we're going to do there. I really am curious to see what we're going to do there. Um, another thing I'm really excited about, so if we head over to NHL.com, I took you to the matchup preview by Allison Lucan, but there's also, so let me take you to the Three Essentials article. This is by Bob Condor, also can be found on NHL.com backslash Kraken. So Bob also talks about the power play. We, top, we talked, excuse me, already about how it is a top 10 power play in the league as of right now. The other thing, though, is that the Seattle Kraken have been whistled, quote, whistled for an average 12 penalty minutes per game so far and are among the bottom five in the NHL penalty kill percentage at just under 60%. So this is also something that Bob is watching out for. Finding energy early. We've heard a lot in this young season how not getting the energy. Susie's talked about it. We definitely have heard Dave Haxtell talk about it. For whatever reason, the Seattle Kraken are not starting and they're not cracking off the game with energy. So that's something that you can read in Bob Condor's Three Essentials. And then this one, I'm going to take you back to the screen, those watching on YouTube. The champion, the four-time champion, from the Seattle Storm, your very own Sue Bird will be in the house tonight. I hope that means that Megan Rapino will also be there. I've mentioned it a few times, but just as a reminder, the OL Reign will host a playoff game at Lumen Field this weekend. They are your Shield winners, which is the award that goes to the top team with the best record in the regular season in the National Women's Soccer League. So not only Sue Bird, likely a Megan Rapino uh, cameo at Climate Pledge Arena tonight. I think that's awesome. I'm definitely having FOMO, but it's all good in the hood. Glad to see that there will be a champion in the house. All the more reason the Seattle Kraken need to get back to their basics. Um, I really don't have much to add from, from what Allison and, and Bob have talked about. But let's see if we can get you some Seattle Kraken players. And, of course, Dave Haxtell talking after morning skate about what they think the Seattle Kraken need to do coming into the game. And, of course, we'll talk reverse retros. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. All right, Seattle hockey fans, thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken one of your listens of the day. I mean, I told you we've got the game to game on Locked on NHL. We have Locked on Today that will get you ready for everything that you need to know in sports. We have another Locked on show that I think is going to be really cool for those of us who are curious about not just Shane Wright's development, but the development of Seattle Kraken prospects. So we've got plenty around here. So once you finish up with Locked on Kraken, head to one of our other shows, Locked on Today, game to game on Locked on NHL. Other things, we've heard about the special teams. We've heard about 
particularly being able to limit the amount of penalties. <laughs> I think it was Adam Larson was asked the other day, uh, what's the best way to be better at the penalty kill? And he said the best penalty kill is not getting a penalty. So I think you're going to see a little bit more of that. Um, Dave Haxtell also spoke today after morning skate. He is um, going to be focused on the ability for the Seattle Kraken to score first and to not be down early in the game. He was asked, what is one of the other focus areas after he said he felt that the team felt good after the, the road trip, um, knows that there are some things that they have to clean up to refine and to be more consistent in doing so there's a lot of knowledge and awareness of that again starting to sound reminiscent of last year but we'll see if they can get it together today um early goals against i agree it is extremely hard as dave haxtell said and i will co-sign to play from behind in the National Hockey League, and we know it's hard for the Seattle Kraken. They've had to do a lot of mountain climbing in their first season. I have something that we'll have up eventually for Locked on Kraken where I talk about the over-under from Locked uh, or for Locked on the network and from Bet Online. And um, we were able to come and dig ourselves out of a hole last season, which you kind of like the grit, but the fact that it only took us going down three goals to maybe get four or five to only lose by one goal in overtime or something like that. Heartbreaking. So uh, some refinement, cleaning up the little things. We heard Carson Susie talk the other day about, and I talked about it even on this podcast, focusing on the defense, knowing when to jump up into the play, but when they need to for them for themselves and how what their style is and what the situation calls for, not always jumping up and then exposing their goaltender, which we know tonight will be Martin Jones. We got a few line rushes from a few folks at Morning Skate. It's looking like uh, it's going to be Donato, Wright, and Tanev. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Um I promised we would talk about reverse retros. We had gotten word yesterday that the reverse retros, we'd start seeing those um, pop up for us here and some of the teasers. And so this is the teaser. I'm not going to play the audio. So you can see the teaser video here, kind of like a neon kind of blue embracing the blue. I have seen in multiple places, including Sound of Hockey, that we're not getting the Seattle Kraken Metropolitans, but there are opportunities for retros with the totems, the Americans. So I've seen designs with kind of the, I think it was from the Americans where they had the stars up by the shoulders. I've seen stuff like that. It's looking like we're going to get a dark background with a bright kind of blue situation. I'm excited. First throwback, first retro we've heard, um, you know, the Seattle Kraken camp talk about that they do want to make sure when they bring out that Seattle Metropolitan's S, which of course was the 
the first ever United States team to win the Stanley Cup back when it was a Challenge Cup. I told you on the show, I'm listening to Willie. He gives the Seattle Metropolitans a shout out. I told you also, Everett Fitzhugh is narrating that audiobook. There's some little trinkets there about Seattle hockey history and the Western Hockey League and stuff like that, including what kind of ultimately ended Willie's career and how it's connected to the Seattle hockey team well, eventually coming to Seattle. Anyway, highly recommend that. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is the um, NHL put out a they put out a diversity report. In the report, it has stats including what it what the some of the uh, ethnic and gender breakdown is for people who currently work in the NHL, which includes all 32 teams. 62% of the NHL and club employees are men. Almost 37% are women, and 1.34% listed themselves uh, as other or preferred not to respond in the survey. Uh, There also is um, some statistics on how many people of color, uh, Asian American, Latine, or black people work in the NHL, including for the 32 teams. Now, the Seattle Kraken has been seen as a leader in a lot of these areas as far as more inclusive hiring practices. Um, So I'm very curious to see how this initiative and now this kind of baseline, the report is really a baseline. There was a little bit of work that's been done over the last two years as the report outlines, but even that work was kind of in a soft launch or just the NHL being able to get early uh, findings from the work that they were doing because a lot of this work wasn't being done. The NHL was over 100 years old before it's it celebrated Black History Month for the first time. There's a conversation that they want to have about how they have police appreciation nights and military appreciation nights and stuff like that. It's I'm I'm going to do a deeper dive into this, but I want to let you know that the report is out. I'm working on something with Black Girl Hockey Club where we want to just appreciate and celebrate the people that are in hockey while also making hockey a continually welcoming place. For a lot of people, it's not always a continually welcoming place, a consistency, consistently welcoming place. So that consistency matters. We talked about it with Seattle, and it also matters with initiatives like this. Are you consistently telling the community that you really want to strive for better, or are you just saying it when something bad happens, if we're being honest? Anyway, we've got a game tonight, folks. I will be watching this game in New York. Uh, TNT, so we're going to be missing our crew, um, but we get them back later on in the week. That's all for today's show. I hope you enjoyed. As always, you can find me at Locked on Kraken on social media and at elindsay08. That's my personal account. I will be watching tonight's game. I hope you get to celebrate with Sue Bird. If you're at Climate Pledge Arena, I will be watching and be super jealous. Uh, Hope we get some interviews with Sue Bird where she's dropping how she plans to stay involved in Seattle now that she's officially retired. And we hope that the St. Louis Blues will be retired by the Seattle Kraken tonight. Hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken. Enjoy the game, everyone.